0: Welcome to the podcast season 7 episode 10 and today we're going to talk about mindset strategies for success in your fitness journey as I truly believe without your mindset being in the right place it is extremely hard for physical transformations to follow so we thought we'd give you some of our techniques tools that we use for ourselves and for our clients and yeah we are all in kenya again andy is still in the country (laughs) um yeah gents how are you both doing i know how you are
1: (laughs) very good getting older when oh yeah, older, yeah, so. yeah. It's
0: Leon's birthday. Yeah. Was. Well, Was, sorry. Well you can have three. <laughs> His cake is just there in the background. Yeah. For our post podcast.
1: No, no. I've, I've I've just trained and it's it's one of those I'm like the cake would make a good good post workout. I mean I after hard training, but yeah, I'll Ooh. I'll wait for, for, for tea later. I'll behave myself. <laughs> yeah. It's only there, oh, yeah. it's there.
2: No,
3: but
1: yeah, it's your birthday. You should have restricted yourself on your birthday. Yeah, yesterday was. Oh, uh, he I, didn't. I, I, I did not. <laughs> oh, he I, didn't. It's, it's just a rich cake, and uh, I think I took such a huge piece. It's one of those you almost regret halfway when you're eating, and uh, but, but it was really good. Well, we it's had smoked
0: salmon on like a baguette. There was scones, so it was like a cream tea. Then he topped it off with cake. So <laughs> yeah, I, was, I just had
1: uh, after that. It was whey protein for last meal because uh, I didn't have any space. But yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was a good celebration.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, with with mindset, like whenever I sign up with a client, like that's generally our first discussion is just putting everything into perspective because I think most of us work with women and the number one goal is fat loss and, you know, from social media and everything, everything is just like promised as as something quick. And so like from the very get go, I work on changing that mindset from short term, you know, to, to a long term one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's much easier said than done because, you know, you know, it's going to take longer than, you know, a sort of 12 week transformation that's posted on IG. But kind of deep down, you kind of hope that that's going to happen. But in reality, if you're healing your hormones, if you're trying to build your metabolism, you're looking at a year maybe more depending on your starting point and the sooner you get into that long-term mindset you know the well a you enjoy the journey more but b you stop stressing about short-term stuff um and i mean that stress has such a huge impact on everything and and you generally get to your goals quicker which is ironic um yeah. so I would say that's just like the num the number one thing is to work on that first of all and I think same with guys as well they're like I want b- biceps biceps <laughs> by the time I go to the coast you know in one month you know muscle doesn't get built that quickly do you guys get clients yeah. wanting that
1: yeah to be honest it's, it's just like you said first, first year or so right. it's all about changing the mindset because it's like yeah, you know, weeks later, it's like, man, I I thought, you know, I'd be more jacked or more, yeah, so you you get the same, you're half the time you're trying to teach and just bring in that mindset of it's long term, it's, you know, then when you're like, I didn't start today, you know, like, like it's been, I've been doing it for years, it's been long, so I can tell you 12 weeks, there's, there's not there's some change but not what you're really expecting what 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 you're expecting yeah. takes a exactly. long time i
2: think the biggest one i get is guys who think they're bigger than they are like yeah. <laughs> they're not possible than they are and they want to lose body fat. that so he's a you know so a jack to rip and then when you you take it off you, you know you you explain something yeah you've got a lot less muscle when you think. you. yeah yeah but you take that off and we you know we're gonna have to build you back up. So it's an ongoing process. You get down leap, then you realise they're not that big. Yeah. <laughs> but they've got to get bigger again. But as a thing, you know, I always
0: I'm sure everyone who listens, they're just waiting for Leon to be like, internet.
1: "Yeah." <laughs> it's, it's an awkward, it's a very awkward. It's, silence. Well, it's
0: mm. our um, what day are we into our five-day-long weekend? Are the you internet's know? gone. Ah, oh, we sorry. <laughs> we're yeah.
1: we're blaming the internet on the long weekend, so.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, the internet seems patchy, you know. Ah, it's
1: choppy confused. too much. But
2: that's, you know, as saying, you know, a year of time isn't a great deal of time in the grand scheme of things so everyone wants to rush to do things but actually you know it's about having a longer term plan
3: yeah
2: where you wanna end up and then doing it properly yeah, everyone wants this magic pill you know um this magic bullet just to get them there like you know one of my clients, she yeah she's a her birthday today. She, she's 64 30, and um everyone keeps asking her what, you know, she can share her diet with or, yeah. you know, change, you know, it won't look like her. Now, we, you know, she asked me how she should respond to those questions, so, but, you know, just explain it, you know, it doesn't work like that. You can't just pick up a diet that someone else is doing and expect it to work for you. You, yeah. know, you. Just like, don't expect to read something online and be perfect for yourself. You know, everything sort of Spoke and you know, with Tasmin, you know, I've been working with her now for well, over a year, probably closer to two. And reality is, you know, it's been yes, a very gradual process. You know. Uh, it's been you know, there's been lots of periods of maintenance, lots of periods of uh, fat loss, and now it's a long period of adding calories and building back up slowly yeah. and as i said to tasman you know these things it first she, she wanted to lose weight so lose boyfriend so we've lost the boyfriend then she wanted to you know now she wants to have bigger glutes and everything else so it, but yeah she doesn't you know fat and stuff because she has weddings planned she's already got a clothes pit so it's like oh we just go slowly and it's almost like maintenance plus 10% yeah. essentially and, and the sentence it, it's just going to take a yeah, long time that's better if I'm working with general pop clients I don't do I try not to throw on you know body you know body fat if I can help it just do really slow things you know I will you know that's as simple as that I think you know it's getting people's head around the idea um, have the idea that things take time. Stop trying. To race to loving the process and enjoying the little things in the in in the process. Things like getting, getting strong, finding value in getting new PRs, new strength records. You know, or if you're on your way, like, you know. Watching the trend and even if you're waiting to do this, how's it trending? The daily, or even the weekly, how's it trending over, yeah, you know, a month, over two months? So I think everyone's too blinkered and wants, yeah, you know, everyone's got this thing about four, four week, eight week,
3: yeah, you
2: know, four week, yeah, you know, eight, even six week, eight week, twelve week trend. Shreds see everywhere, and
1: keep each body ready. And it's, it's crazy how they've been promoted for years. Because I remember, even in one of my notebooks, I did like a four weeks to plus two inches to your biceps kind <laughs> of program. And yeah, just, yeah. I've, actually,
3: man,
2: I've tried some of those.
1: Yeah, and you follow it to the T and you're like, oh, the pump lies to you, and you're thinking, after four weeks, yeah, you've train your biceps that become stronger but you're like where's you know where's my where's two inches man it's like then you get on another one which is like oh if you've done the four weeks now we get eight weeks into tricep and i i admit i've been sucked into those you know the magazines because you're on flex and you follow them for years before you actually realize you know there's there's more to it than just 8 weeks 4 weeks cuz they're selling programs they're selling magazines and you've started you have the newbie gains there's that passion you you're just ready to do anything which i guess now is different with social media cuz in a way there's there's just way too much at least back then you were you know you'd get a flex magazine even if it was a high volume program or low volume it was the basics very yeah, it wasn't, you know, like one time you're looking and, you know, like in social media you go, the coach is like, yeah, this works. The other coach is like, that's trash. The other one's like, so now I feel like mindset and how guys approach things has become harder because information is just too, too much. And yeah, and back- I think that information, though, is misplaced. Like everyone on social media, not big
2: fitness, is trying picking- to it Look like, you know, and you know, people fail to, you know, realize you know, most of these fitness influences aren't shredded all year round. We take lots of photos all the time, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and people think, Oh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's is you know, you just do it and be quick because they see, you know, this fitness influence are doing certain exercises. You know, so there's this sort of consumable, you know, culture we've created where, you know, everything that must happen now, now, now.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it's all my hustles, right? But reality is anything worth building takes a bit of time.
3: Mm.
2: You know, you look at, you take, you know, housing as an analogy. You see, you know, when houses go got quick, they never last. <laughs> Unlike some of these things that took, you know, were built over, you know, hundreds of years in the UK are still still standing to stay, or, you know, things like that, you know, Time to do properly. Yeah. Last, and that's why. So and, as you said about the newbie games, it's like when people see immediate success. Yeah. So you chase that initial success over and over yeah. again. But actually, yeah, it's, it's got a finite time. It's like a diet. First four weeks, you lose the quickest amount yeah. of weight really quickly, especially if you're bigger. And then it starts slowing, but you think it's because you've done something wrong. Yeah. They're not realizing that actually your body's just adapting, you need now less calories. So you can't do the same thing across Forever, the
0: whole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time. And I think, again, for women, like. W- Actually, no, for everyone, like if you're looking and you know, it's going to be long term, you know, then you stop with all this kind of negative language that there is around fitness. Mm. Like, I just can't stand like falling off the wagon and things like that. And it's like, that's part of the process. And if you're not fixated on like a 12 week transformation, if you quote unquote fall off the wagon, that's okay. And like that's, you know, it's going to happen life happens but it's how you deal Mm. with that and how you you know both during and afterwards because if you are an all-or-nothing type of person you'll be like oh well that's it I've ruined all my chances and yeah uh, you know I might as well just not do it whereas you think if you had changed your mindset around that and you thought about it before with your coach with yourself you know, you're going on a holiday, or like Leon, you high cake for your birthday. That's not falling off the wagon. You know, it, you know that that's life. That's part of enjoying the, the the whole process. And so many people I work with are all or nothing. And I know a lot of people who listen are like, ah, you know, that's such a boring topic. But it's it's so relevant. Like I would say, ninety percent of my clients are all or nothing. And it is really working on changing that attitude yeah. because that just leads to you know, such dichotomous thinking. It's, it's black or white. It's good. It's bad. And you just think if you just kept going slowly, slowly, rather than this start, stop, start, stop, you'd be where you wanted to be so much quicker and you would enjoy it as well. And so it's, it's also to be kind to yourself in that process. Like I always say, there's no failure there really isn't, you learn from it. If you had a week where you weren't perfect with your macros, I'd be like, I don't care, but let's look at what we can learn from that. Perhaps when you're super busy at work, you know you know that's coming up, maybe you use a meal prep service, maybe you take just a couple of days before you get super busy to bulk prep like a lot of food mm-hmm. so that it's super easy for you to stay you know, as consistent as you can. And, you know, just again, not seeing that as a failure or, you know, the, a setback, it's not because you'll be so much better equipped to handle a situation like that when it comes again and to know that, yeah, okay, maybe you, you, if you were in a deficit and you ate more, that's okay, you know, or you could plan with your coach, that would be a diet break. Yeah. There's so many ways around it. And I can't remember who, who's, who said this quote, but they said like, the problem isn't the problem it's the way that you look at the problem or the way that you deal with the problem and I thought that's it's so true and I think if it's human nature or just different types of people you know they just see if they can't be perfect with their training and nutrition then yeah that's it you've you know you're not going to get your goals and <laughs> it's it's just it's so it's so detrimental to progress and it seems so fundamental, but I would say that's the number one thing that my clients struggle with is changing that. And it takes time. I think there's two there's two main things within you know way people think generally. And it's not just it
2: fitness is anything. People type <laughs> themselves So you choose someone else's timeline. Yeah, this goes yeah, outside of Show you when you should buy a house. or When you should kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and the same works in fitness. It's like, so I see someone else's transformation. You know, five year transformation. Oh, I'm not able to do that five years. But you're not the same person. You know. Then these. You know. You know. Change quickly because they're on PDS. But you may take like ten years. Yeah. To I realise. Mean, you know, so, everyone's like got these skewed timelines where they're tied to someone else's timeline. And they expect the same for themselves, where everyone's different and genetics play a big part factor. But also, you know, life, lifestyle, you know, how much time can you dedicate? I always say to my clients, don't
3: worry, we're not paid to train. You are professional athletes. Yeah.
2: So, I don't expect you to be perfect all the time. You know, sometimes you're going to have to miss a gym because something's not quite at work. Because that's what makes you and your family the money, not the gym. Yeah, true. You know, that's why everyone needs to be flexible. You well, Don't treat yourself like a professional athlete. Don't look at guys who, what we do on Instagram all day is training, eating, you're paid for dosing products or we do a bit of coaching and stuff. You know, we've got, you know, the same is, like, say with personal trainers. Don't go to a gym and look at personal trainers and say, you know, I want to be like that person." Because they're in the gym all day. Yeah. You know, they're on their feet. They've got a job where they're on their feet. And they're working, they work, you know, actually in the gym every day. There's no excuse not to work out. You know? Um, but when it's not your job to be in the gym, you know, you've got balance your own... You've got balance, your life, you know, yeah. and you know, when you've got kids, that's an extra thing. So it's just about working out, getting a program and a mindset that works around what you're doing. And I think the other thing is, people changing their inner monologue. The way people talk to themselves, they wouldn't ever dream of talking to another human the same way. And we've all done that, you know, I I talk to myself. Yeah. sometimes we get annoyed with (laughs) myself. I hear it with a lot of people like, you know, client's message I this week I've done this let you do. know like, none of that you know, you've not let any of that sometimes life gets in the way yeah. and that's just the reality sometimes you know, we're not always going to be mentally strong enough to be able to do everything all the time and you know, sometimes you've just got to give yourself, get yourself some slack give yourself weight. you know what you got to do get back into it love it and we've all had it when a fall has fallen off fall off the wagons we said. You know, it's not we stop checking in and you're like, why did you check out? You know, oh. nothing's changed or had a bad week. It's like, well that's the time to check in. Yeah. More, more important week, the feedback is gonna be minimal for me. When you've had a bad week, that's when we sit down and chat. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: About how and it's a time for reality checks, you know, where I say Maybe it's something where really you can help, I'll say that, but, you know, I'll be honest with them, but the fact is, sometimes, you know, the life gets in the way, like, you know, someone dies in the family, or up here in um, Chicago, she had cattle rustling and had all her cattle stolen by raiders, I was like, well, don't
3: worry about the training, I mean, there's like a minimal, that's like,
1: yeah. the
2: grand scheme of things you should be worried about,
0: that's the one thing you probably should True, true. Yeah, no, it's, I think you made, um, I was talking to to a client, it was a couple of weeks ago, and she, so she's in the UK, and she, there's a bikini competitor in her gym, so she's, she's got two kids, and she followed this, this lady on Instagram, and she was like, gotta get my cardio in, I don't want to be here, but I'm doing it, and I was (laughs) just like, and she was just saying, like, I unfollowed her ASAP. I was like, well done. Because if you're a mom of two, a single mom of two, you can't get in your cardio all the time. <laughs> it's not like, just get it done. It's like, okay, she's, sh- like you just said, Annie, she- that's her job. She is in the gym the whole time. Like, that's yeah, she- actually no sweat off her nose to jump on a treadmill and do her cardio. And <laughs> But it's just, it's crazy how, like, yeah, general population people compare themselves to to people whose whose job it is like even leon and i i mean that is our job like
1: yeah it's uh
0: like for us it's maybe easy to get in our steps i mean andy you do two jobs i mean that's harder for you and like i always say like don't compare you know to to, to us because yeah, but... we have our gyms here you know it's 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 different uh, and i mean priorities of course are different but still Mm-hmm. um just yeah always be careful with ig like who you're following and those kinds of messages i really don't like them anyway like just get it done like well it's not necessarily
1: <laughs> yeah it's great yeah, no i was just saying what andy said about how you talk to yourself and i've, I've done check-ins before and <laughs> it's funny you know you're checking with a client you're doing the recording or it's a call <laughs> And after you talk to the client, you've, you know, you've said something and then in your head, you're like, maybe you've had the same problem or you're dealing with almost uh, something similar. And then in your head, you tell yourself, I I really should be following my own advice because yeah, you realize, yeah, yeah, yeah you, like, because uh, it, it comes as a realization, like, I, I I really should follow the same thing I've told talk- you told the client but it's like you said you never realize how you talk to your inner self and how maybe you push yourself how you prioritize things until maybe you talk to clients and deal with other client problems then you realize hmm it's i I need to also you know do the same for myself for the sake of you know mental your mindset to to keep going as hard as you want to go
3: yeah. Yeah, and
2: that's the thing. I always tell people: speak to yourself the way you speak to your best friend. Yeah, you because know, you speak to your your friend with honesty, but you're not out of the way, over for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. True. You know, you're
1: always
2: honest with you. Yeah, you know, but you're also fair, and you treat with compassion and love, mm. which is how we should treat ourselves. We should be honest with ourselves
0: and be fair with ourselves, but also treat ourselves from a lot of pressure. Yeah. So uh, with the pre and postnatal course I was doing, we had to, we have to recertify every two years, so I was doing the exam, and there was a really, a great concept I'd forgot, and it, you know, it's sometimes, it's a big ask to like say positive things about yourself, like when you catch yourself being critical, But instead of being like, oh, I love my legs and you, before you were like, oh, I I really hate my legs. Like that's a big leap. And like, no one is saying that you have to love everything about your appearance or being, you know, saying very positive things the whole time. But it's to just notice yourself doing that. Like if you're looking in the mirror and you're just picking yourself apart, what you can start with is just notice that you're doing that. And instead of you know necessarily making it a positive statement just make it neutral mm-hmm. just make it neutral and I think that's a really powerful way to start being kinder to yourself. So if you are just like oh I feel really fat today like just stop and be like ah oh, okay oh what like why why are you saying that and I find like like when you say you're feeling fat there's so much going on underneath like Either there's emotional issues going on there. It's not that you have actually put on fat. Maybe you've just you've eaten more than you wanted, and that automatically just makes you feel fat. Or you've you're just feeling a bit bloated. So it's just to to take a step back and like look at the bigger picture. Be like, is this you know? I, I I know I've not put on a kilo of fat overnight. Let's let's just go a bit deeper and see why and yeah i think it's it's a great start to just do that and i think body acceptance is such a, a big thing but it doesn't mean that you have to sort of stand in front of the mirror and lie to yourself and be like i love myself <laughs> i think i'm great like you don't have to do that but just you know start by being neutral but also think where these you know feelings are actually coming from and something that i've been working with a lot of clients recently and actually like you were saying like i try and apply this to myself where you're just feeling a bit uncomfortable and like your number one well what most women want to do is like immediately slash calories mm. and and i'm like no look, just look just look at your life and, and and see where you what you can control and like what small things that you could maybe change that are not putting you into a deficit And so if I look back through like client food diaries, I could be like, well, you know, last week you ate out like three times, you know, you, you drank, um, and you, you, you know, you didn't get in your normal, you know, steps. So I'd be like, instead of you wanting to go into a deficit, just home cook all your meals, make sure you're getting hydration and get in all your steps. And like immediately when you can control those controllables you start feeling better about yourself Mm. so i think that's yeah that's one i've worked on this past month and i apply that to myself as well like just when you start you know maybe your clothes are tight one day and you're like okay just think like why does that bother me in the first place um which is another thing maybe we can get into but then, like, what small things can I do? And and generally, it's, like, just being a little bit more adherent to maybe my calories and macros. Because sometimes you can get a bit slack, you know, if yeah. you're in maintenance or, or in a surplus. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially sort of, you know, like, syrups and ketchup condiments, your cooking oil. <laughs> and it's, like, just, just pull back. And then you will be at your true maintenance or whatever it is. And just... I find as soon as you can control something, so you generally feel better.
2: Yeah. Talk about syrup. What's quite funny is the other week I bought some maple syrup for a for pancakes <laughs> and actually went back to school.
1: And before training, every day I was like, hmm. <laughs> uh.
2: drinking, drinking maple syrup from a bottle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I a tiny amount, but we were
1: it was done. We
2: bought half was probably a bit too
0: big. Oh that's too funny.
1: Oh jeez. Like you no know, for me I remember when we started doing the blood glucose thing that got into my head a bit. For me that cuz I guess I've been where I've competed so I've felt super small over doing cardio not not really like prepping but overdoing everything so I learned from that but recently I can say the blood glucose thing that one got into my head a bit because I'd sit with Clea and it would be like a I remember it was like a 5.6 and she's like you played video games you remember you had oats but in my head I'm like nonsense I'm like I'm not really listening to her and I'm thinking crap I'm going to cut out the crisps yeah, yeah I, Yeah. Cause she's talking and it's going over my head in my head. I'm thinking I'm cutting out no more crisps. No, like it. And every time I think like that, I'd I'd remember what she said. Okay. You played video games. You, maybe you were a bit stressed. You didn't enjoy the workout, you know, like, so for me, I remember with, with recently that blood glucose being a new metric that we're tracking that that messed up with my mindset a bit for, for a few weeks where I had to always come steps back and remember, okay, what did I do different or what can I do different? And I guess sometimes when you talk to clients, they assume, yeah, you, you don't go through all that, you know, this, like you're good. You don't worry, but we, we do go through sometimes where you're like, oh crap. Now what did I do that? Now I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting diabetes tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like it really, it really got into my head. Yeah. But it's That's like thing, you say, like it, it, we, we yeah, and, and coaches do this a lot. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like doctors not
2: giving you know, following our advice. Um, yeah, the biggest yeah, you know, the biggest thing there is like you know, looking at like we get so blinkered, and everyone does this. You look at the outcome. View so you is that blood glucose number yeah. not thinking what actually goes into making that number oh yeah Yeah, you know, things like stresses and, and sleep and everything else so you know it's it's lots of stuff but yeah, you know, and I always say this to clients because they always look at you know their weight goes up body fat or whatever and you know that reality is you're not you've not been eating thousands of calories yeah of calories over or pound of Body fat in the you know, but the other thing is, I said, even if you did, um, you know, it is just storage of energy. You know, we can take it, put it on, you can take it off. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah yes, there's obviously sometimes hormonal issues and the lung issues, but the general thing is, body fat is energy storage. And you know, once you know that you can take body fat off, and you've been successful at removing body fat don't worry about putting a little bit back on knowing that you've got the knowledge to take it back off. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in complete control of what's happening with the bo- our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it has teaching clients that, you know, there's nothing to be scared of in things like, you know, you know, for better bulking or, you know, mm-hmm. growing because yes, even if we do add a little bit of fat mass, we can get that off. Yeah. The main thing is, you know, adding that like lean tissue at the same time, you know, we're in control of what's happening. And it's not just happening in a non-controlled environment. Yeah. I think that's what people get scared of, yeah. Because when people generally put on lots of old environment, and, you know, and that, but they're not looking at the actual environment, they're looking at the outcome.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's yeah, that's such a big one. And, I've got quite a few women at the moment like doing like for the first time, not dieting, like like you say, controlled, not dieting, like a control maintenance. And it's it's such a struggle because and I guess with men, too, you associate yourself with being a certain clothes size, you know, like, oh, I'm a size Mm -hmm. ten. I'm a size small and like I've done that too like I'll buy a size even if it's uncomfortable because that's my size that's that's who I am and it's you know like challenging that is huge it's really huge and um like one lady I'm working with like you know clothes are getting a bit uncomfortable and you know I said
1: that a
0: lot you know (laughs) okay you don't have to buy yourself a whole wardrobe but you know get some pieces that make you comfortable because there is literally nothing worse for your self-confidence than wearing clothes that don't fit you it just it makes you feel fat it makes you feel all these negative things so it's like there's a simple way to solve that and that's just to buy clothes that actually fit you even if they're not your what you think should be your size yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like and one thing I've learned, you have gotta have a range of clothes, yep. off season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact is, women's clothing sizes more than men's. It's like it's almost a scoring
3: system.
2: Oh. It is. You just <laughs> got yeah. the lowest score. Yeah. See what lowest score we get when we buy clothes. Yeah. You know. And as far as media, it used to be when I was really young,
3: it was always we talk about a size ten being like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, kind of
2: size yeah. yeah exactly but now we talk about size zeros and size 6's yeah. and stuff it's like it's gone from 10 to
3: remember, straight down like women
2: who aren't like a size 8 or a size 6 or even lower you, know, you give themselves a hard time but the reality is you know you look at people from like people like Marilyn Monroe or Sophia Loren women were probably like 14 to 6, size 14 to 6, fantastic. Because, you know, you can look great just having clothes that fit, as you said. You know, it, it's just a number. It's yeah. just number number, you know. And actually, when you see a lot of these, say, wellness women, you know, because of their proportions, they've got all sorts of sizes going on. and You know, and then you get them into the off-season, they're probably a lot bigger than... Women think, and that's the thing with social media again. You seldom, you know, it's getting slightly better, but you seldom see a lot of competitors post photos of themselves in like proper off season. You know where you know bigger because they post old photos. You know, they post throwbacks to their last show because yeah, Cause it, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable. One girl I know
3: who's a key competitor from Wales she did a photo shoot
2: off-season because she was so worried about it she decided to do it she was like you know she was stressing herself out she was worried about posting photos on instagram and be off-season so she decided to have an off-season photo shoot to make her feel more confident about being a little fluffier and it, she said it did her, her mental health around the off-season the world of good she knows you know she looks as good every off-season she does in
1: competitions just a different look yeah yeah it's it's crazy though how social media has changed things back in the 90s you remember the competitors being fat in the off-season like they'd be on the magazine <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. i remember lee Jake
1: Jake Cutler. yeah <laughs> lee Yeah, that'd be big and they're like yeah in the off-season i'm off i try and enjoy life i'm off everything three to four days training even the dorian yates And then in the in-season, it's like, boom, it's work time. So it's like they're still training, but, you know, building the muscle. They're still eating as much as they can, whatever foods they enjoy with family. But now it's the opposite. People are hiding when it's off-season and not showing, you know, like when I'm off, this is what I do. I enjoy it this way. I get to this size and... And I remember uh, listening to the Ford podcast, and it's like it, it could be just the social media effect where everyone wants to have perfection, the perfect life, the perfect pictures. The I eat 100%. perfect meals. I so it, it's it's a bit. It's just. I'm on
2: holiday every yeah well, yeah. I'm on, I'm on holiday every week. Yeah. And so, yeah, get yeah. A set a lifestyle. Yeah. And reality is just not true. It's, it's, yeah, you're right you know yeah, if you want to grow you've got to embrace the off season as competitor. but I do think you know competition being a competitor can damage yeah. your relationship it can also make it for some people long term makes it better once you get out
3: of this you won't need to be shredding it or binge eating yeah. back
2: end of competition once you realise you know actually I need to grow and control your off season yeah don't need yeah, extremes embracing that shape and you know, you just know it's all part of a big bigger process. That actually is quite liberating yeah. for a lot of people. But you know, it's a journey, you've got to get to that point where you've got to get you know, I finished competing, I'm now gonna eat two boxes of crispy creams every night for the next six months. Yeah. You know, and you know, binge eating you know, then competition shred. It's about you know once you know you control every aspect of it,
1: it, becomes a lot easier. Yeah, it used to be pressure because in the off season I'm on Instagram and I'm like, why why don't I look like that now season? And in my head I've forgotten ah these guys are on PDS and blah. In my head I'm just like why my off season is very like after three days after competition I'm different. <laughs> so it, it's just that that knowledge needs to it's like you say just always remind yourself talk to yourself different and remind have these reminders that yeah it's it's uh there's different variables between your life and and the person you 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 think your season or your life should look like
0: yeah yeah i i remember i can't was it christian guzman and like they asked his girlfriend or fiancee whatever she is and i i think this is the same for men and women like you know, she was like, "I don't like him when he shredded. Like, I don't like that physique. I like him when he's got some, you know, some some love. fat." <laughs> and like, I would, I'd probably say that the same for men. Like, okay, bikini women and bikini competitors and women who compete, their physique is impressive, but you like, would you want to be cuddling them? Like, you probably say, like, a you know, a bit more body fat would be would be nice. Um, oh, I love, I
2: love curves. I've had this argument before where, you know, cat, you know she'd rather be, like, real thin than curvy, and I prefer being curvy. But, you know, I and mean, that's just how it is with, you know, men do generally, if you show photos of different women, the majority of men will choose a slightly heavier, curvy woman, and that's just a reality, you know, because, you know, it's just healthier looking, and I think the same with women, men. You know, no one wants someone who's miserable because they're so lean all the time and just hungry all the time. <laughs> you know, they're angry. No one actually likes that. No one wants to be around a person. You know, where you're so lean, you've got low sex drive. You know, you're fun to be around. You're tired all the time. You're moody. Your hair's dry. Your skin's dry. You know no a person who's happy healthy thriving and for that to happen you need a certain level of body fat you know
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's so it's so interesting isn't it how yeah. how you pers- like i guess like for women the pr- it's more the pressure from other women rather than that
2: it is a mind constantly mind um you know, this image has been forced onto people from from young women in childhood it's it's similar for men generally where you like with men it was like when I was young He-Man like Thundercats I mean all jacked and ripped all super girls with girls it's much more in your face than magazines billboards this is what beauty is this is what perfection is Mm. blah blah blah
3: Um,
2: you know so it slowly you know goes into you know the world that's how we should look and you know it's hard to you know change that because it becomes this you know this core image that we've got that's been built up over time but you know it becomes hard to say actually you know one or two things you know because sometimes when women that becomes self-fulfilling because they may suddenly you know you know having more sex enjoying themselves more but that's because it's not because of how we look as much as how we think and it's that you know it's understanding that if you you know you know and there's this body confidence at any size Yeah, but I, I use that with caution because you know, you should still be healthy mm-hmm. that's the key you know but be confident that you know as long as you're healthy you are you know because half the time, extreme fat losses and trying to push fat loss, and therefore actually you probably won't feel so
3: confident
0: because you don't feel great. <laughs> yeah. You you, I mean, you you truly don't like. I can't. I mean, countless people. You look back at photos, and in that photo at the time, you remember thinking you didn't look great, when you weren't confident. And now, when you look at it, you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, if I look like that now, I would be, I would be out there with no clothes on, kind of thing. And it's, I mean, you've got to catch your mindset in both places. Like, like now looking back, you'd be like, "Do I truly want to look like that?" Because I was not happy there, and what was I doing there? Was that sustainable? Probably not. And I, you know, that's that really is the thing. And like, you know, clients are, like, "Oh, I want to get back to." pre-baby weight or like high school weight I'm like wow okay why why was that so good like did were you a better person there like what is the reason it's a good memory and you know I think you've always got to I mean women go through more life phases especially if you have children um and you know you're never gonna be the same I mean, even if you haven't had kids, even for men, you're not going to be the same as you were in high school. Things change, and it's it's accepting that and truly embracing who you are now. Because if you're constantly looking back at what you were, you're like, "Oh, when I was 20, I was deadlifting 300 kilos. I want to get that again." I think I think you get more men, cl- male clients who are like that. Like, oh, yeah. "I want to lift how I used to lift in, in yes. college or whatever." And it's like, you you need to be realistic. <laughs> and and just accept where you are now and like what can you achieve now that will make you confident you know and healthy yeah
1: because you find it's like now you have a kid you have a wife you have work you know maybe a social life and it's it's just not the same as uni because you had time (laughs) you had time you i guess pocket money didn't have to worry about you know you had money from parents you had a gym, you could afford uni gym or whatever. So it's like, it's, it's different. You, and why do you want, are you, you know, like, do you want to compete? Why why do you want that 300 kilo deadlift if you're not? So it's, it's always that, yeah. Cause I get, I get a lot of, oh man, when I was your age, I remember I could do this and that (laughs) and it's like that's, that's the past.
2: You, know, if you can get benefit from lifting a little bit lighter, then that's preferable. You're less likely to get injured. Yeah. And with guys it is, yeah, you know, we all want that's our glory days and we live in the past a little bit with sporting performance. And I know this, but I'm also quite realistic about my injuries. You know, I used to be able to squat 250 kgs
1: and No, it's like do relative. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wouldn't
2: like, even try I wouldn't even attempt it. It's like it wouldn't even cross my mind to step, step to a gym, do a couple of more upset and go. Yeah, I'm just going next time to K two by by reps. So I, you know, I just wouldn't do it
1: now. It's like um, you remember Harry from Trojan. Yeah. Because I was telling Clear how we were. You remember we? I used to train with him, and then I was much younger than him, and yeah. I was all about you know being the strongest, and I just want to go and we trained together but his mindset was he was okay because he had an amazing physique still does and i think he's yeah. 40 plus now but mm-hmm. yeah and he'd be like no you know like i'm good at one he never did anything past 120 kilo squat he's like i'd rather go high reps i'd be there he'd spot me but he'd do his weights um when we're doing our presses he's like no no you know like i feel good here you go i'll help you we're training together <laughs> you're younger but yeah so he had that like man i I don't need i've done that i'm a i'm a you know and harry's physique was amazing and you know
2: that other guy at trojan uh, the older guy
1: he was the opposite before he found it really heavy but would be quarter wrapping
3: everything
1: yeah he was the opposite
3: and i think they're the same age yeah so it's
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things I learned from him, mindset-wise, and training now, I'm at that place where it's like, do I, it's like, no, you know, like, I remember the, I call it like the hurry mindset in my, like. Well, this is like,
3: what I was saying last week,
2: I do my, my program, really. like, with Lex, I now do a lot more high-volume mm. stuff, because it's just, all, like, you know, even after the last leg session, it took me two days to stop with you know, it's it's not was and do it's just like needs. Mm. You know. So, you know, it's a case of you know, I know I can't go as heavy as I used to but, you know, I don't necessarily need to go that heavy.
1: Yeah, and you can still so, be strong with the physique you want Yeah, doing, yeah. yeah
2: But I have to say this to people so it's like, you know, if I train people or like I'm talking to a client, we say, Oh yeah, but I'm not as strong as you or you yeah, know, I'm not as strong as this one. But you don't need to be. Yeah. You know? And actually I'd rather be not as strong, you get a lot more benefit from lighter weights. Yeah. A lot less chance of things being drastic going drastically wrong. You know, you especially build up slowly over. But you know, the reality is, you know, you don't need
3: to be strong to get benefit. Yeah. In fact, if you start off strong, yeah.
2: like strong men Look at my strongmen because they're naturally strong. We have some of the worst leg development right. we've we'll ever seen. You know, I look at Terry Holland, who's about doing his um, bodybuilding,
3: bodybuilding, and yeah.
2: he, he looks amazing. But his legs, compared to his upper body, yeah, apart, you know, He's has got good legs, but it's because his upper body's so big and holds so much
1: muscle. It takes away because, from the legs.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, it's because you know strength doesn't necessarily correlate with muscle recruitment. Yeah. Yeah, if you move lots of different muscles to move something from point A to point B, it's not isolating say your quads. You know, when you try to push straight the weight up think to the point where you've lost connection with the muscle you're trying to target, it becomes a waste of time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, keep it to a, a weight you can lift where you can really focus on that like, muscle recruitment yeah Yeah, it's Um, it's
0: longevity isn't it like I think especially like when you get when you get into your 30s and beyond you need to change the way you train you truly do and think of it again like that long-term view um like you can't always be doing heavy barbell work you need to change that and I think for men and women aging is a big one like accepting aging is is really yeah I mean that's again it's 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 really hard and you know accepting that you can't maybe do what you used to do in terms of weights in terms of perhaps you've got injuries but I guess that just feeds into like just meet yourself where you're at like you don't need to be training like and looking like your 20 year old self it's just unrealistic and that's not going to make you happy achieving that I can guarantee that and we always have this number that we're gonna miraculously be happy and successful and attractive at and you know if you spent all that energy trying to get that if you just spent that into making yourself your happiest healthiest version now just imagine how amazing your life would be and it's just it's just letting go of those weird yeah those kind of numbers that you have in your head or what you think you should be and I think working with a coach can be useful to be like, look, this is realistic for you, because like I'm sure I know you could look at someone and be like, okay, you're a super hard gainer, you're not gonna build biceps, you know, by the end of the month. Or you know, I could look at a, uh, you know, someone a woman who's been under eating and I'll be like, This is gonna be a long journey for you and you know, put things into perspective, what's realistic, sustainable, and then it's up to you as the person to find joy in that process because otherwise you truly miss out on so so much in life if you're constantly like living in limbo waiting to be this miraculous number and waiting to be happy that that just doesn't happen
1: yeah i i don't know if you guys have also gotten like clients who are who think they're stronger than they really are where you know you you do the initial startup and it's like yeah. These are my lifts and da, da, da and this is how i then you program and you know put in lifts maybe add in tempo and stuff and the next check-in is like dude <laughs> uh i do i i'm i'm struggling with you know i i could i could lift this weight for this many reps but now i'm struggling and then they start realizing okay I, from the video or the tutorial i used to do half reps or I was doing it too quick, and and it also works because you start changing the client's mindset, and they start like Andy said, they start understanding yeah. muscle recruitment, mm-hmm. other than just going through a workout and and being like, yeah, I lifted 20 for 20 reps. So
2: it's yeah, the thing is, that is one of the mindset things: being adaptable in where you train and, and you know diet and stuff. 'Cause you know, I've had people get really upset because they can't lift what we usually do mm, because I yeah. change the order of workout. Yeah. So yeah. got a squats for third or fourth
3: exercise. So you know,
2: yeah, like I always say you're not meant to lift the same. You, you, know, you get more from
1: yeah.
2: having like a light weight there. But um but it is it's changing mindset across the whole thing. Every you know, it's trying to explain but there's not one set journey, there's not one path to success. There's multiple paths there, and it's finding out which, you know, sometimes you start one path and you change to another mm-hmm. just to keep the progress going. You know, um, and that's the thing. You know, everyone gets so you know, one route to success that they forget, actually, this may not be the best, best route. You know, there's, you know, there could be another route to success. It's better suited for that person. But to go back to try you know comparing your journey to anyone else's. Yeah. Don't try and follow someone else's journey. Have your own journey, cut out your own path and don't try to follow other people's paths where you know you don't know how you know to yeah, got right there yeah, or, yeah. You know, or what's actually happening. Yeah. You know, so you know I think that's one of the biggest keys, like make your own journey in your own time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can... Indeed. Be quick, you know, you see, some people just like genetic marvels. Oh, yeah. Respond yeah. yeah. really quickly and some people just aren't. You know, and they're not made for being a massive bodybuilder, but it doesn't mean you can't be your best. They and are. it's accepting what your, you know, what your idea of changing will be idea of success is. If you try to look like Ronnie Coleman? I can tell you, 99% people never, ever look like what told them. you know, so don't go
3: and, you know,
0: understand that, you know, it's got to be a realistic goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I so. think that's, that's, yeah. that's so important, and uh, a great ending note, mm. I think that's, yeah, don't compare yourself, well, I hope you managed to get some good tips, some ideas from this episode, because... <laughs> yeah again your mindset needs to be in the right place it really really does I think it's one of the most important things and yeah having having someone to to put things into perspective for you really helps but if you're training by yourself then yeah hopefully you got some good tips here thanks for listening